I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz, and I am your director of fun and games for the afternoon. Woo! Nothing like beating the Rangers. Nothing like trouncing the Rangers on national television. Uh, good stuff. It seems like every time I'm just about to completely lose my shit with this team, they, uh, they turn it around. This was maybe their most complete effort of the day. Um, yeah, TK with the Gordie Howe hat trick, and I really thought this was this was a game. This was focusing on defense, and uh, like I, I think I saw a better def- team defensive effort today out of guys like Travis Konechny, guys like Jordan Wheel getting down low and helping out. And this is what focusing on defense to me looks like. It means five guys aiding in the breakout and getting on offense. And you saw that the Flyers were able to get on offense a lot today. Henrik Lundqvist still looks like freaking Henrik Lundqvist. He played a really strong game. Thought the Flyers could have put it away uh, a lot earlier. But, you know, credit to uh, – that's, that's why you have a great goalie to keep you in games like that. There was, you know, right before they get the second one, <clears throat> Flyers had pretty much owned the whole game. And, uh, you know – we have uh, you know, the Rangers hit a post, and then we take it down the other way, get the second goal, and that's pretty much that. But when you have that good goalie keeping you in games like that, like Lundqvist did today, but I'm just really, really pleased with the Flyers' effort today. A good, strong, all-around game. That first line, man, it's so important. When the first line plays like they can, it makes everything easier for uh, for everybody else. I, I, I would like to see, you know, all four lines contribute a bit more. Uh, you know, we get the scoring today, Konechny from Couturier and Giroux, Couturier from Konechny and Giroux. Uh, Wheel, of course, gets the the empty netter, was happy to see that. Really loved seeing guys like Jordan Wheel out at the end of games because it's a two-goal lead. It's not like it's a one-goal lead with a minute left. He, you know, there's still two minutes left when you put the puck in, but I like that he's got the trust of the coach. I like that that line has the trust of the coach to play late in games, and it's not, you know, we're not depending on, you know, the fourth line to uh, to put games away. And then, of course, uh, Couturier from Konechny and Giroux to, to end the scoring. So, uh, fun, man. It's fun when they beat the Rangers. I, I, that's the, the description of the, uh, of the Facebook Live today is exactly uh, what one of my buddies just texted me. Nothing like trouncing the Rangers on national TV. It just feels good. just feels good. You wake up from a nice Thanksgiving dinner, American Thanksgiving. I know we have a lot. We have some international people in here, and I'd like to you know, uh, include them in this. But American Thanksgiving, we all woke up this morning. Oh, man, I'm nice and full. Probably had a nice breakfast, maybe some leftovers. Boom, right into it with a good Flyers game just to kick off the holiday weekend. Good stuff. So let's get to your comments because I just had a good time watching this game. There's a lot of things I liked about today's game. Um, you know, Cal Pickard, when Cal Pickard's good, Cal Pickard's good. That's the thing. He's a backup. He's That's what backups are. You play him a certain number of games, and hopefully three-quarters of them, they, uh, they give you a chance. So let's just get to your stuff. Woo, skid done. Let's roll. Yeah, yeah, and that's – you know, I've been absolutely dreading the possibility of another prolonged losing streak right at this point in the season. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. I need people to listen to my podcast to make money. And when the Flyers, if they're just really infuriating people, people still listen because we get fired up. And, uh, you know, people like that. They want to hear other people fired up about their team. But when it's, you know, three weeks go by and they haven't won a game, People just don't want to hear about it. They're just on the other shit, uh, and that that starts to hurt me. So when this stuff, you know, I wish it didn't come to this, but I was positive they were going to go on a real prolonged losing streak here, and they come out with a great effort today, and this is just another game that you're hoping is a building block. First line gets going, good team defensive effort. This is how they need to play to win. This is it right here. Um you know, it's the, they talked about the last 10 minutes of the third 
uh, against Tampa on last Saturday and how that's how they need to play to win. And it is, you know, when you, you generate that kind of pressure, it's, it's great. But I thought for a 60-minute game, this was the formula. You know, offense is defense in this league. When you have a good team defensive effort, all five guys, you know, breaking out as a unit, getting through the neutral zone, stopping them through the neutral zone, which Sean Couturier put on a neutral zone clinic today, I thought. Uh, if you watch Couturier between the blue lines, that's where um, – that's where his Selkie nominations come from is right there. Uh, yeah, but this was this was the formula right here, man. What'd they hold the Rangers to? Uh, Rangers ended up with 31 shots, but you're trailing at a certain point, and they pulled a goalie and everything. So they had him – there was, you know, halfway through the third there at like 25 shots. That's a great defensive effort. 60 minutes of great hockey. I agree, Evan. Uh, why can't they play like this every game? I This needs to be uh, – this needs this needs to be the building block. This is the formula. This is how they have to play. Can't say it enough. Hello from Calgary. Great game. I desperately hope they keep it up. Me too, Lynn. That's all I'm asking for. I just I'm dying for I'm dying for this kind of effort. And like when I say effort, I don't just mean like how hard they're trying. Because usually I think they're trying hard. They're just fucking up. Um, I like uh, just the attention to detail in the defensive zone. They were so uh, they had that one chance um, where Pickard came up with a huge save in the third, where it looked like they were breaking out, get cut cut off. Uh, they made a good the Rangers make a good play to keep it in, find a guy below the defense, and you know they get the chance, but Pickard comes up with a stop. That was like a three to four time occurrence. It seemed at some points this season, like they there just seemed to be so few instances of uh, unchecked guys. Everyone was uh, you know on somebody. Good gaps. It just seemed like everyone was just doing their job today, doing the little things in the defensive zone, not getting shook on switches. Just every little thing uh, that they could do, they did well today, and they get the shutout. You know, when you get a shutout with a backup goalie uh, and you're not playing against the Flyers. Uh, you know, it's 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 a hell of a team effort, and you know, good good on Pickard for 31 stops. I know we've had some things to say about him lately. Again, he's a backup. That's he's a, probably a decent enough backup, but that's he's if you're counting on him for any stretch of time. I, yes, but great, you know, 31 stop performance today. Made sure that the solid effort wasn't wasted, and that happens sometimes when you know, and that's part of when everything snowballs. Um, on the Flyers, a lot they do it to themselves, plenty. But a lot of it does seem to stem from, God damn, we just can't buy a save. And then all of a sudden, they've let in three in five minutes, and it's I'm like, well, the game's over now. Uh, but when your goalie keeps you in it, and you get this type of performance, just really good team game today. Can't say it enough. Not a bad birthday gift. Oh, happy birthday, Keun. Uh Why can't Pickard look that good every game? Because he's a backup man. He's just. He is what he is. I think the Flyers just played really good defense in front of him, and he had an above-average game. That's Pickard is what he is, and hopefully he can get this together for a few games, a few weeks, whatever, whatever they need him for. But I don't see him as a guy you can depend on long-term. But he won today, and that's awesome. I'm good. I'm I'm happy for the guy. They did it for you, Bill. They did. I, I said, you know, if you were here for the last post game, I just the title was they can't be doing that. You can't do this to me again. I can't possibly get through this. We'll deserve that goal. I agree. That's like an empty net goal. It's, okay, it's an empty net goal, but the work to get one. And what, what's the one criticism we've had of Jordan Wheel a lot, especially in these post games? I like the guy's skill. I like the guy's instincts. I question his decision making sometimes. Wish he could make decisions faster. But a lot of people notice that he seems, while he's a good puck handler and he's a good distributor and everything, he seems to just be knocked off the puck too easily. It's too easy take it away from him he fought for that empty netter he smelled that uh he smelled that easy goal and uh and fought for it and it's just a, it's a good effort and you know that's what you get rewarded with I talked to someone about empty net goals before because my um my feeling is I'm not gonna throw my hat for an empty net hat trick like ah, just not doing it sorry I'm it's just not the same it's not the same as beating a goalie three times to me um but, you know, be, get, having the trust to 
uh, be on the ice to get the empty net goal and then getting it, which is, it's like getting a save in baseball. Yeah. It's not always the biggest deal to get three outs when you have a, a three run lead, but the game ends and it's over and you win. And when you score an empty netter, chances are you just put the game away. So it is a, a big momentum deal and it's a big deal for the team to be able to get one. Black Friday is for people who don't know that there's a Cyber Monday. Some people are into it, man. I, you know, it's it's whatever. There's, I, you, God, businesses are just running sales for the next two weeks now. I was at the, I was at the Adidas outlet over in Blackwood on um, fucking Wednesday, I guess. Yeah, Wednesday, and everything was like at least twenty five percent off in there. If you've never been over those outlets, they're pretty cool. I went for the first time. I hope they keep it up in Toronto tomorrow night. Go Flyers. That's the thing. You're right back at it now, back-to-backs. But, hey, you have momentum going. You should want it. Back-to-backs are always arduous. It's hard to play two games. Today was an early game, so at least you get, you know, a little bit of extra time to, to recuperate and everything. But um, when you play a game like this, you better be ripping, roaring, ready to go get right back out on the ice and do it all over again. I can't think of a better situation to have back-to-backs in. Just carry the momentum over. Just, okay, we just played the way we need to play. It shouldn't be that hard to do it, you know, 30 hours later or whatever. Can they put back-to-back games like this together? Not sure, but great effort today. And that's what we'll find out, man. This is a building block. This one, Toronto is a damn good team. Um, but when I've seen the Flyers play to their ceiling this year, and that includes when they get good goaltending too, because that can hurt you. And I don't know what they do in net tomorrow. Um, do you trust Cal Pickard two games in a row? I, I don't like that. We give hack all the, we give him, we kill the guy constantly. It's, we hammer the coach nonstop in here. One thing I'll tell you is I don't know what I would do if I was him given my goalie situation. Like, do you go to Pickard because he just got the shutout? Uh, It wasn't a particularly – like, he didn't have a 60-save shutout today. Like, it wasn't a particularly tough game. Um, But he made some big saves when he had to, not taking anything away, just thinking about the workload. Again, you get the extra uh, recovery time because, um, you know, it's a 7 o'clock and they played at 1 today. I, I don't envy having to make the decision here. Alex Lyon just did not look good the other night. Um, you know, maybe he bounces back. Maybe it's just the first game jitters or just readjusting from the league jump after being up and down last year, starting the year and being hurt to start the year. Hasn't really had a ton of even AHL games under his belt. So I I don't know, man. I, I honestly don't have a – whatever the coach goes with, um, it's one of those situations where – I trust him to know his guys just in terms of the load they can handle. Now, that said, I realize, you know, I kill him all the time for how he treated Brian Elliott last year, starting him every game in December, uh, which more or less probably led to his his injury. Um, but I, I, I don't know what you do. I, this is one of the situations, whatever happens, if, if it goes poorly, we'll be able to second guess it. Obviously, that's what we do. We're we we analyze after the fact but going into it i i don't know <laughs> uh not a shootout loss on black friday i'll take it any game that doesn't go to a shootout is good for the flyers much better than woods versus mickelson i can't imagine paying to watch that now i don't understand i don't get golf i don't get people who like golf i don't get people who watch golf i don't get people who play golf um but I, I can't imagine paying to see two guys just hang out on a golf course. That's what three periods of hockey looks like. Big win. Now, and the Rangers, I realize the Rangers came into the year and we all thought they were going to be a joke. But they're playing well and, uh, and Lundqvist is playing well. And when you have a, a very good goalie playing near the top of his game, that's, uh, it's, it's tough to win those games. Um, and Flyers came out and did what they had to do today. Can't say enough good about what they did out there today. This team can be so night and day with their play. I'm so uh, happy we got this version today when we needed a great effort. Yeah, and I'm glad we got it, like, on national TV. Like, guess that always sucks. When you come out and, like, get stomped by the Penguins, like, on a, you know, an afternoon playoff game that everyone's watching or something, like, that sucks. Uh, it just doesn't feel good. Uh, when you come out and beat, you know, it's, it's New York. I realize the Flyers-Rangers rivalry isn't what it was because – 
there have only been so many times, even in my lifetime, where the Rangers and Flyers were both really good at the same time. Um, it's not the same rivalry, but it just feels good. You know, it just feels good to beat them. Uh, Gudis, Weiss, and TK have all been solid. Provorov needs to sit for a while. You can't sit Provorov, man. First of all, that means you're bringing Andrew McDonald in. Secondly, this is what young players making. This is what when we all said, "Hey, you know, got to get through it." And I credit uh, Mikey D. I didn't mean to not credit Mikey D. The other night, it just slipped my mind. Uh, Mikey D. Um, from O and B uh, put this on Twitter, and it was it was astute. It's just like, hey. We all said I'd rather lose with the young kids than play the Chris Van Develdes and the Andrew McDonalds of the world. Well, I know we didn't expect it out of Provorov, but this is what a 21-year-old feeling his way through the league looks like. There's going to be struggles at times. They brought up his stick. I've had issues with his stick length in the past. Um, they brought that up on the broadcast today. He's uncomfortable for some reason out there, but you just got to let him play through it because he's your number one defenseman. That's what his role is on this team. You can't just take guys out of the lineup. Drew has a bad week. He can't sit. It's the same thing. I realize Provorov's 21, but uh, we kill we killed a coach for taking guys out of the lineup, and now some people want Provorov to sit. He, he can't. <laughs> he's one of your six. We're not going to get Weiss on the second line all the time. Provorov can't be scratched for a game. That's not going to help. What, how many times did we say that's not how, like, everyone who had a big, everyone who had a problem with it, with Ghost, with Konechny, with everybody who sat, Provorov needs to play through it because he's a player. This is what a guy, this is what it looks like when 21-year-olds aren't on top of their game. You know, that's why your prime is 25 to 28. Like, this is what it looks like sometimes. Feels good to beat the Rangers on national TV, even better with a shutout. It was nice to see them hold it together, uh, get through some penalty kills and stuff, and uh, earn the shutout, because that's a team shutout right there. That was a great team effort. Provorov, uh, I mean, he doesn't really look like a former version of himself, because we've never really seen him play this poorly for an long time for like a long stretch of time. He's just struggling right now. Sometimes guys just struggle. Uh, I mean, Dale Weiss, look at <laughs> He's a veteran who was supposed to be playing. This is who they signed. They really thought they were getting a bottom six forward who, you know, uh, created opportunities by loosening pucks up for his teammates and got in in the forecheck. Rugged Dale Weiss. Doc reminded us every game for two years that he played in. Um, and some guys, sometimes guys just struggle. And, Right now, I'm not saying that that's what is ha just Provorov is just not good right now. Um, he'll get it together. He's a good player. I've seen him play well enough for two years that I know he just sucks right now, and it sucks because I like the guy. But this is what you go through with young players. It happens. Now that's a 60 minute uh, penalty kill, zone entry, puck control, goaltending, five on five, great effort. I agree, Alan. Great game, but unfortunately, this means Hackstall is less in the hot seat. Hackstall's not getting fired midseason, guys. You got to get over it. It's not happening. And the coach has very little to, like, if they're capable of playing like this under this coach, that means they're capable of doing it all the time. Like, coaches only have so much influence, you know? That's, like, I, I'd rather see a win with the worst coach in the world than see a bunch of losses and hope he gets fired because he's clearly not going to. Uh, Bill G revealed it was Hexy that asked him to switch to wings. So what is Hacks? What is Hacks uh, purpose now? I mean, maybe. I mean, yeah, he's. It's an organizational decision. It's. Um, yeah, it still happened under. It's. I okay. Best performance of the season. It's up there. Definitely way up there. Um. They'll never get goaltending like that every day, but attention to detail and making simple plays uh, should be there more often. And that's, you know, again, Pickard played well today, but they did really limit the what the Rangers were able to do offensively. They just played a very strong team game, and that includes the goaltender. It's It was all six guys in their zone, and defense leads to offense. And you saw 
What the Flyers do? 46 shots today. That's a great number. Um, and it, it all came because of being able to do the little things in the other two zones to get your cell phone offense. They didn't really ever get pinned down for long stretches today. Uh, penalties, they got the puck and got it out. It was, it was just very good to see them, attention to detail, little things. That's what playing defense looks like. Defense isn't being stuck in your zone for half the period and blocking a ton of shots. That is called desperation. Team defense is getting to pucks, winning battles, breaking out, getting through the neutral zone, getting on offense, and that's what they did today. At first, I didn't like the Lindblom demotion, but we looked good on the second line. Is what it is. Lindblom hasn't been the same guy since they got back from the from the West Coast trip. I don't think it's going to be permanent or anything. Uh, it's more of a function of other lines kind of playing pretty well uh, and just kind of finding roles for guys. If, uh, I realize we like Lindblom and we don't like Weiss, but if one is playing better than the other, why wouldn't we want the good thing to happen? Even if it's a guy that we don't want to be doing the good thing over a guy we do. It's, I, 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 this isn't a video game. You don't just get to put the guys you like out there. It's whoever's rolling gets to play, and right now, Dale Weiss looks real good, so you take advantage of it. He's not going to play this well all season. Come on. Even when Dale Weiss was really good, what was he? A decent enough third liner who forechecks well, can skate a little bit, nice two-way game and everything, but it's not like he's a star. He's not a second-line winger, and he's not getting paid like a second-line winger. Everyone in the organization knows what Dale Weiss is, but when he's playing well, take advantage, and for a team that needs a little bit of a physical kick, why not? And if the other lines are like uh, Weiss is in the role he's in, if lines one and three are playing well, which they did today, why move other things around? Just have your have your switch up on the other two. And it doesn't hurt to have a guy who can go to the net on that line. I don't hate it. I don't think it's going to be permanent. I don't think it's going to be a, a, a month-long thing. But for right now, it's fine. It is what it is. I'd rather count on Pickard than Elliott or Neuvert any day. Why not give him some credit, Bill? Elliott is the most immobile goalie in the league since Emery. I mean, I I'm giving him plenty of credit. Pickard's fine. He's just he is what he is. There's a reason Toronto let him go, and he's the he was their fourth goalie, and the Flyers got him on waivers. Like there, he played one NHL game last season. He was a backup in the AHL. I he played very well today. I'm not counting on him at any. You're going to need, I mean, Neuvert, he, he might never play. I, I have no interest in Neuvert whatsoever. But when Elliot comes back, Elliot's going to need to play well too. You can. He's going to get hurt again as well. It's going to be a rotation all year because they don't have a number one goaltender. Hello from Montreal. Looks like it was a great game. I could not see it, but was uh, tuning in the radio broadcast at work. Does Pickard start tomorrow considering it's back-to-back? Uh, it wasn't a taxing start. It wasn't the most taxing start today. Um, I I don't envy having to make this call. I, I it's man. I'd probably I'd Pickard playing against Toronto, his old team, maybe. Yeah, I I guess I'd go with Cal. I guess, but it's whatever he's gonna choose. We're gonna be able to second guess. Was 50-50 when initially hearing about Weiss moving up to the second line. He didn't score, but played his best game of the season. Weiss has been playing well, and he's been playing like the guy they signed. He's supposed to be hes supposed to be this, a good four-checker. I mean, he's never going to – his career high is like 13 goals or something. He's never going to be a dude lighting the lamp every night. Um, but with other players who are good distributors, he goes to the net, he gets in on the four-check, he skates, he plays in the neutral zone well. Um, uh, it's it's not the worst thing in the world when you have your other lines going too. Again, don't think it's going to be permanent, but uh, I'm fine with it for now. They got the fast start, got the lead, and maintained it. And that was um, I think early in the, early in the third, uh, maybe end of the, it was at a certain point in the game. I just tweeted that's it was the first line out there. And they weren't rushing to, like, get a bunch of shots or anything. But they were just getting into the four-check, getting their cycle game going, and just having 
that's how you play defense is getting on offense. And no, they weren't in a big rush to make a high skill play or try a low percentage pass that could easily be, you know, not executed on because it's a high skill play and most scoring chances don't become goals. They weren't in a huge rush to do that, but they were just cycling the puck and killing time and got a win out of the shift. And that's how you protect the lead, not hoping to block a million shots and, you know, that. So this is the result of playing the whole game. It is. I hope they noticed how the cred fed off their effort, not vice versa. I will say I kind of, I didn't, it's nitpicking at this point. I just didn't think the crowd was that wild today. I thought they had that third period penalty kill uh, where they should have been standing and going wild the whole time. But fatalism with the penalty kill, chicken and the egg. I mean, what do you, I don't, I don't blame the crowd for being like, oh, here we go. But I don't know. Let's get into it a little more. How long are you keeping the stash? What's up, Mikey? I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. Can Pickard play cornerback on Sundays? Probably not. Uh, you run with who gives you the biggest chance to win. Pickard is it right now. I mean, he's a backup. He's it until he isn't. I would probably lean towards starting him tomorrow, but it's a conversation between the coach, the training staff, and the goalie. It's got to be like, what are you prepared to do? Uh, you know, if he's a little sore, it, it's just, I, I realize it's hockey and guys play through stuff, but it's not like he's got some track record of being an awesome goalie. He played well today. Um, but that said, I would be, le- I'm leaning towards wanting to see him tomorrow because, Man, the way I want the team to carry this momentum, maybe he will too on back-to-backs. This is why Hackstall has to go. I know we won the game, but this kind of full game of hockey needs consistency. That comes from the – I mean, the players are at fault too, man. Like, it can't be they won today so the players are good and they lose tomorrow so the coach has to be fired. Enjoy a win, people! Enjoy a win! Great result. Thought Patrick was quiet, though. He was, and that's part of breaking up that line. Voracek hasn't been Voracek hasn't been Voracek in a few games, and that line is suffering a little bit for it, and that's why they're going to make a switch. Um, I don't hate the switch. I think it could be beneficial, especially in the short term. Uh, you need to get Limblom. Limblom's a, a difference maker, uh, but he's he's been inconsistent. So it just that line has been up and down. When they're good, they're really good, but they need to get going. And now that the first line... Looks like they're starting to get uh, get back to last year's form. We need to get the other ones going now. Now And that's – build on it. Just keep building this thing. I'm really looking forward to watching them uh, see if they can build on it tomorrow. They played well against a bad team that's been getting lucky. What happens when they play a hot team again? I mean, the Rangers have been a hot team. They've won like 8 of 10 this week. Uh, yeah, the Rangers are 12-9-2. And, and like The Rangers have been playing very well. This was a hot team. Uh, we'll see what happens when they play another one tomorrow. That's hockey. You can only play the guys in front of you. Uh, would you have ever guessed TK would get a Gordie Howe hat trick? Yeah, I mean, the dude gets his nose in there all the time. And on that top line, when they're clicking, he's got a chance for, you know, a two-point night every single night. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's he's a scrappy guy. He's not what you would call a fighter, but there aren't fighters anymore. Uh, I, I like them dropping the gloves. I like them sticking up for coots. Good stuff. Just a good team game all around. If you're happy with this win and the fact that they want to win – over their future than you aren't for this team's future. What does that even mean? The future is now, guys. Like, this is year one of the future we've been building towards. Uh, it's, it's like all coaches get fired. Don't worry about it. He's getting fired eventually. But if you're not happy over a win, you're not a fan of the team. Why'd you watch the game? If you're sitting there watching the game, rooting against them, that's the definition of being a fan of another team. That's what Rangers fans were doing today. Like, this is the future. It's here. This is season one of the future being here. They won. That's good. 
Weiss played well, but I still much prefer Limblom with Patrick. Me too, but Limblom hasn't been doing anything. So you got You can't just let the team go out there and keep failing. It's Limblom's going to get his time. He, he, as soon as he earns the ice time, he'll be back on that line. But Weiss is playing well, and Limblom isn't. So that's what you want out of a coach. Make the adjustments that need to be made. It's still weird to see the Pens in last place. It's nice, though. How do you come up with the comment, I miss Braden Shen today? Okay. We beat the Rangers on a day that Lundquist looked good. And that's the thing. When we, whenever we see, uh, yeah, hot goalie, nothing you can do, they stuck with it and played a 60-minute game, and they beat a goalie who was playing well and played well today. So that's great. Is it possible Provy is hurt? I mean, it's possible. I just think he's playing like shit right now. It happens. The first line is carrying this team. We need all lines contributing. But the first line wasn't carrying the team a week ago. I was saying on a post game earlier this week that Travis Konechny had been one of my biggest disappointments. That's what a great first line can do is carry you through certain stretches. Now, yes, they need everyone contributing, and hopefully – Everyone else starts to pick it up. Thought the third line played well today. They're making a switch on the second line. See how that works out. But it just, this is what having a great first line can do for you is create these chances, win a bunch of shifts, and get goals against a goalie who is very good and playing well. Um, let's, what did they combine for compared to everybody else? Uh, where are you? Here we are. Uh, shots, Konechny had two shots, Katoria had eight shots, and Giroux had eight, ten, seven, where'd Giroux go? Two. Yeah, so they had 12 of the, what, 31 shots on goal, and that's, that's what a great first line can do for you. Again, I want to see other guys contributing, but when your best players are your best players, that's typically, you know, a, uh, that's typically a good sign. Provy had off-season surgery and couldn't do his normal off-season work. I think that's his issue. Uh, yeah. That has nothing to do with decision-making and stuff, though. Like He just does, he looks lost out there. He just looks like a guy second-guessing himself. And maybe that's you know trying to compensate for the injury. I don't know. But right now, he's just a guy who's not playing well. He's going to play well again because he's a good player. Just got to get through it. Nice to see TK finally get a bounce. Yeah, and that, that first goal is when you keep working and keep getting pucks to the net. And again, they pointed it out on the broadcast. Couturier doesn't get a piece of that. But driving the net the way he did means that there's going to be that congestion. And that's why you take shots. You don't always shoot for a corner. Sometimes you just shoot to get it on net, hope for a bounce, hope for a rebound. That's why getting pucks on net is important. Um you know, all the outside shots, depending on outside shots nonstop is bad. But sometimes you just got to shoot, hoping for a bounce, hoping for a deflection, hoping for a rebound. Puck hits the goalie, bounces up, hits the defender in the back of the net. Boom. Flyers are up one nothing. That's a bounce you need against a very good goalie. They need a number one goalie. I agree. They don't have one, though. So they just kind of got to get through it. Limblom, Lawton, Rawful on four. I'll take it. Uh, did I just call him Rawful? <laughs> Limblom, Lawton, Rawful on four. I'll take it, especially if Weiss keeps rolling. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I don't think it's a long-term thing. Dale Weiss isn't that good, but I don't think Oscar Limblom was really ever supposed to be a second-line guy. Like, he's always kind of been around creating chances, but not much of a finisher. He got on a good roll. Um putting pucks away and picking up points, especially on that trip out West. But I always kind of thought that at the end of the day, Limblom's thing was going to be really good um, third line score, you know, like, Oh, it's a luxury. We have Limblom on our third line. That's what I always kind of thought Limblom was going to be having him on the second. Absolutely. Awesome. Good stuff. Um, it, and when it's working, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch, but I just always kind of thought he was more, going to be in a third-line role. And, hey, man, if, if this team eventually is good enough that he's a permanent fourth-line fixture, 
that's that's just a hell of a luxury to have a dude who can you know have his have his ability because that's the the scoring and everything is great, but his ability to win battles and his ability to back check create turnovers in the neutral zone is what really makes him a uh, so it really makes him a valuable piece, especially when he's on those. Oh yeah, he created nine scoring chances and none of them went in. And you just kind of—it's good to create. You have to. You can't score without creating scoring chances. Sometimes they don't go in, but it gets frustrating when he's there all the time and doesn't finish, um, as we saw a lot late last year. Um, but his ability to make those plays in the neutral zone and uh, play that good two-way game is really what makes him so valuable. Bill, um, how many scoring chances do they have today? We need more of that going forward. Yeah, and that's um, that's what I wanted to check. They got a lot of pucks. I wanted because they'd been missing so many shots. Um, I guessed wrong again. They've been missing so many shots. Been having so many shots blocked. Just shooting themselves in the foot when they did get in position to make a potential play. Uh, I wanted to see the missed shot number today because it did not feel like as many. And sometimes it is like, oh, you hit him right in the chest. Like that Robert Haig shot today on a, on a rush when he was the trailer and took a shot. Uh, he, hit the, he hit Lundqvist in the chest, and Lundqvist was standing. It's like, man, you never get a goalie standing anymore. You never shoot at a standing goalie anymore, and you get one and you shoot high. Like, God, put it in his feet. I realize it's Lundqvist, and he's probably going to make the save, but you only get so many chances to shoot on a goalie when he's up on his skates. Take it. Uh, misses. Yeah, only 12 misses. And when they were playing that, like, uh, they'd been missing, you know, in 41 on uh, 46. 46 on that? Yeah, 46 on that. Uh, and only 12 shots that missed the net. They were 19 blocked, but the Rangers are going to block. Uh, teams are going to block shots. It's, like, the only legal way to play in your own zone anymore. Um, you know, like they were averaging 20, 25 misses, uh, at, at some points. And that's like, I realize it's not as easy as sometimes just get it on net. Like if the goalie's only giving you so much and you're trying to pick a spot, like it, 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 it that's what happens. You miss the net, but you're missing close to 30 times a game. You're just not giving yourself enough opportunity. And, you know, only 12 misses today. That's that's really good. Hey, Bill, remember that whole they don't have a fight argument? Well, they're outscoring opponents 6-0 since the Lawton fight against Buffalo. Go figure. Uh, and it's it's just... All right. They, they also lost that game to Buffalo. Like, I, I, I didn't think they... Sh- that Buffalo fight was funny just because... Why did they engage? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's it's good to see when there's a reason to fight like there was today. Absolutely yeah, go for it. I have, I love what I saw today out of uh, out of Konechny dropping the gloves. And the Lawton fight was one of those, let's just get the team going. It's, it's not a cure-all. I mean, I've seen plenty of Flyers teams that fought a lot and didn't win the Stanley Cup like and weren't particularly all that great. So, I... It's nice to see the team, when it gets going, get those parts of their game going, too. And when there is a reason to fight, I'm all for it. But I I just – it doesn't have much bearing on the outcome of games. Saving Lion for Ottawa might be the way to go, even though they're punching above their weight right now. Yeah, Ottawa's been a lot better than everyone expected. I mean, Thomas Chabot is freaking awesome. Uh they're they're getting they're getting a lot out of everybody right now. Matthew Shane, last I saw, he was like top ten in scoring. Um, no. NHL doesn't. I'll find this out whenever I do. Well, I'm doing it now. We're all hanging out. What else are we doing? It's only four thirty in the afternoon. Oh man, four thirty on Friday. I need to get a beer in me. Might have to wrap this up soon, everybody. <laughs> Alcoholics go to meetings. Not one of them. Come on, stats page. Load. Players. Where are you, Deshane? Yeah, he's seventh. Ten goals, seven, 27 uh, total points. Seventh in league scoring. I mean, he's kicking ass right now. Yeah, so good stuff. Um, they're, 
they're playing really, really well. Um, I, I think I said it on Ice Sport Radio this week. Uh, like the numbers, some they're Ottawa playing well, but yeah, if maybe you're gonna give Pickard because he's just a bit more of a, he's got more pedigree. He's been in, been around a little longer. He's played more games. Uh, maybe you give him Toronto and then you hold Ian out until Ottawa. I guess that's a way to go. Again, I just don't. What, the Ottawa game, they have a few days off before the Ottawa game, right? When's that? Tuesday? When is their next game? No, I don't want to say in a sack. Tomorrow, and then Tuesday. So, I mean, if Pickard plays well again, it's not crazy to think they go with him against Ottawa, too. I, I don't know. I, I don't. Again, I don't envy the coach and his goalie in the decisions he has to make in net because none of them are, you know, the best options. Goldborn deserves a spot on this team. Oh, what did Goldborn even play today? Uh, he wasn't very noticeable. Um, he's fine. I like Goldborn a lot. If you have, you know, three really good lines and two guys on your – like, yeah, if Lawton Limblom is your fourth line and – yeah, when this team is what it's supposed to be, um, and, and you're icing a goalborn, it's not the worst thing in the world. Look at what I, it's. That's what Nashville's been doing with uh, Ronaldo. He doesn't play every night, but he plays enough. You know what did goalborn play today? Where are you? Six oh one. So yeah, he's he's getting the he's getting the All Bay Q Bell treatment. He's going to play five six minutes a game, um, and that's fine. You know that's that's fine. I uh, wouldn't mind seeing him. Little on the penalty kill. Uh, let's see what they did shorthanded today with the forwards. Couturier three twenty, Lawton two thirty, Weiss two o two, Limblom thirty five seconds, and Giroux three thirty one. Yeah, so Giroux's in the rotation, and I don't hate it. Like you know, he's he's your best player, so gotta gotta keep him going, but. Let's see, Sanheim and Ghost are the only defensemen who didn't kill penalties today, so no, no real change there. But I do love. I want to. They killed all of them today, so I'm not going to complain about the penalty kill on a day where they killed three penalties. Man, they should be forget the shutout. Shut, getting a penalty kill shutout is is a bigger deal to me, as far as I'm concerned. I, I love just about every aspect of this game, but we really can't finish. Sure, we ended with four goals, but until the last five minutes, we just left so many great chances out there. I mean, that's what—that's why you create chances. You keep piling up chances, and you eventually break through. Lundqvist, it's not like they were out there against uh, Harvey Greenblatt today. Like, it's that's a callback from something else. Um, like Henrik Lundqvist is a really good goalie and he played a really good game today and you beat him for three. Uh, and you know, plus you get the empty netter. So uh, that's what you do. You just keep fire. I mean, they've been, this team can score this team and it's just starting the first lines clicking. Now let's get JVR going. Let's get Patrick and Voracek going again. Like, all right. You know, we've had different elements of this team going at different times. I would love to see Ghost start playing really well. I'd love to see Provorov start playing really well, and that's when all the lines will start clicking. It's Hopefully this is the jumping-off point. Um, like December 23rd was last year. We can always look back at last year and go, they lost, I believe, in a shootout to Columbus. Might have been overtime, but it was our Festivus party, uh, and it was the first game Ghost and Provorov were paired together. It was the first time TK was up with uh, was up with Giroux and Couturier, and from there on out, they were one of the best teams in hockey, record-wise. They were a very good team from December 23rd on last year. Maybe we can look back at, Black Friday against the Rangers in 2018 and go, that was our jumping off point. That's when we started to really get our game going, and that's why we won the division in 2019. You know, like, who knows where they can go from here. Cal Pickard passes Cal Heater as the best Flyers goalie named Cal. I mean, I think he passed him as soon as they picked him up off waivers. We did a pretty good job limiting chances, made it a lot easier on Pickard. Still got to be happy with a shutout. I, I'm not taking anything away from Pickard's performance today, but the way the Flyers played, 
that's I didn't like this is what they have to do because Cal Pickard is like their best goalie right now. So this is how they have to play to win. Hopefully this game is the Flyers' Daniel Bryan heel turn. Yes, yes, yes. No, no. I guess we should say no because he's a heel now. I'm always going to be a fan of his. Um, why did they have to trade Shen to the St. Louis Blue? Because they wanted two first-round picks. They wanted uh, Hextall's logic was they wanted to make room for Nolan Patrick is what they said. Uh, and so I guess they were going to move Shen to center, but I, you know what? Shen is what he is. You have Braden Shen. His name's James Van Reemsike. Who would win in a series rematch between the Penguins and Flyers? I mean, right now I'm still picking the Penguins. They're the freaking Penguins. But uh, if the Flyers play to what I believe their potential to be and get decent enough goaltending, yes, they could challenge the Penguins. But it's not about that right now. It's about getting their game together as a full team and replicating the effort they put out today. If they do that, if they play the game they played today, uh, listen, Rangers have been hot. They're a good team. They're getting good goaltending. They don't have Crosby and Malkin and Phil Kessel, you know, like, we'll... The Penguins are going to get going. As, as bad as they've been, I, I am not here to tell you that it's over for them. That's... Bill, what do you think about this? It's easy to say Goldborn didn't make a big splash in this game. However, his antics and aggressiveness after the whistle seemed to wake up the gritty side of other players, and we were hitting. Do you attribute his play to the more physical play that we saw today, something that's been missing for nearly the entire season? I mean, maybe a little bit, but I attribute it to like, Dale Weiss is a physical player, and he's playing well right now. Christian Folan is a you know a physical player, and he's playing well right now. Yes, Goldborn, that's his game, um, and I like it. Like, that's what when I say like I don't know how much he can shoot. Like I would love for him to get ten minutes and run around like he's Zach Ronaldo and knock people out. I could do without you know boarding guys every time they turn their back just because a guy who's kicked out of a game can't help you win it. But uh, like I love that's my kind of hockey, guys. I love it. I'm just. Like, I, I, I don't – I can't say he's any more – like, I can't say he's any more uh, responsible for it than, you know, the guys who are just also here to do that kind of – and no, Dale Weiss isn't Tyrell Goldborn, but he's supposed to be that rugged bottom six, four-checker kind of guy getting in the mix. Christian Fulham's a physical player. Radko Gudis is a physical player. Robert Haig is a physical player. It's just that those guys are also playing well now. So I think it's it's a com it's more on them, but I'm not gonna totally eliminate the possibility that everyone else, when they see Goldborn in the lineup, just goes, shit, we gotta pick it up, because this is whenever they call him up, I do think it's almost a message to everyone else. Like, guys, are you gonna make us play him? Are you gonna make us do this? No, go out and do your thing, or else we're gonna have to give him ten minutes. Like I almost think it's that I almost think it's a threat to the guys in the locker room, on the team. Uh, I got to plug this in. Sorry. Battery is dying, and I saved it. All right. Uh, where were we? Important to get the lead tomorrow, first five to ten minutes. So crucial. And that's why, like, I'm saying, yes, it's back-to-back, -back, and back-to-backs are tough. But if you're ever going to be dying to get back out on the ice, it's after – the way uh, you played today, and especially after the way you finished. Like we just said, you know, they get those three third-period goals. What was it? Yeah, all three, right? Yeah. Both Gatorias and the empty netter, right? Yeah. You get those third-period goals, you're feeling good, get back out there and get on it tomorrow because that's a good, talented team up there. Wait until Sam Moran is healthy and we get him and Myers up. We won't have dead weight like Laterra or McDonald. Uh, Weiss has been all right lately, but he's still got to go. I, he's a fourth liner. Like, yes, he's up in the lineup now because he's playing better than some other guys who aren't playing that well. But Dale Weiss as a, a third or fourth liner isn't the worst thing. Like, he's a good professional hockey player. He played like shit 
for the first two years of his contract. And I called him out on it. I called him Dale Weiss. I said I won't pronounce his name right until he scored a goal at one period. <laughs> like, I refused to pronounce his name properly. But, uh, he was terrible. But he's playing well now, and he's playing the way he was supposed to play when Hextall signed him three years ago. Why not move JVR up with Patrick? I just think they like the way that third line's going. They want to see if they can get that. Uh, they think there's something to the wheel in between the two, you know, bigger bodied scoring wingers. And I thought they played pretty well today. So I just think it's about let's not. It's the Eagles had this theory last year um, with when when guys got hurt. Um, like say Jason Peters goes down. And everyone, okay, we're going to move Lane Johnson over to over to left tackle, and then you know Vitai will play right because left is considered the more taxing position than right. So you want a better player. But they had the idea that why we can two things, like Lane Johnson last year was the best right tackle in football. So why move him? And now you're already getting a replacement, even though he's good. Like it's not your starter. It's not what you intended. So you're weakening. The left side's already weak because you lost the starter. And now you're going to move another guy out of his comfort comfort zone, out of where he's producing, and put someone else there too. So now you've weakened two positions. And it's I think it's moving JVR like, hey, we like what we're seeing out of this out of this wheel um, wheel JVR and Simmons line. Let's Dale Weiss playing well. Let's bump him up. Let's reward him for his solid play. He was playing well as a third liner before JVR got back. You know, gets moved down because that's what happens. Now Limblom really isn't getting it done. I I like Limblom a lot. I liked him when they drafted him. I thought that was going to be the steal of the draft. Me and my buddy Greg were sitting there, and he goes, "This is the guy." I was like, "Oh yeah." Looked into him. It's like, all right, yeah, you're right. He is a good player. And then he, you know, has those breakout years in Sweden, finally comes over. I'm a big Limblom fan. But if it's about winning games, Weiss is playing better right now. Bill, I know it's only been a handful of games, but I feel like JVR gets his nose dirtier this time around compared compared to his first stint here. Uh, if we if everything works out, I'm going to have a, a thing about JVR on the show on Monday, so I don't want to get into it uh, for too long here. But I was, um, you know, just breaking in. Like, I was writing for Bleacher Report when they traded him, really. Um, like, when he first started, I don't think I was doing anything. I was just a college student hanging out. Um, when he first uh, when he first started playing up at the big club, um, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, he uh, and I was I was not a JVR fan the first time around, and I knew he turned himself into a good player, but I kind of thought he would just um, like an around the net finisher, and that's that's his number one skill is getting getting to the net and putting pucks in, and it is a skill. If everyone could do it, everyone would do it. That's you know it's. If everyone, as as much as like I always said about Mike Knubel, as much as I want to say I could sit there and get hit in the in the cup with pucks and backhand him in, pff, no, I couldn't. Like he's doing it, he takes him off the face, whatever. Um, JVR and I always said like I always wanted JVR to use his power game, and it seemed like he was always trying to be a finesse guy. And it was like, dude, you're two inches taller than everyone else. Like, use your ass. Uh, he doesn't have the Braden Shen ass. Let's uh, not let's. Not that thick trunk. Braden Shen has the biggest ass since John LeClaire. Uh, not like that, but he does have an ability to use his size to get to the net and stuff, and I always wanted to see more of that out of JVR. It looks like he's combined the two things really well. He's getting in the corners and doing stuff, and he's getting around to the net and creating chances that way. I didn't think he was this skilled of a guy. I, I, I knew he turned himself into a good player, but I kind of thought it was... I kind of thought he was just a little bit better Wayne Simmons, and he's he seems to be a bit more than that. Um, and it's it, that's I th- I thought it was crazy to put those two together, um, and but I think it's a a better combination than I gave it credit for. But I think JVR, you know, he's been gone six years. I think he just turned himself into uh, a good player, and he seems to have combined uh, his ability to use his size and his ability to use his skill. And it's it's really he looks good out there. Um, you know, didn't get on the score sheet today, but he he was noticeable. I'm happy they won, even more happy they blanked the Rangers on national TV. Same, man. Every time they beat the Rangers, it's a good win. I agree. 
It's amazing what can happen when guys start to do the right things on the ice. Who knew? And I, I really like, and that's like seems like such a simple thing. Like, oh, they're doing the right things. They won, but that was my takeaway from watching this game, especially, uh, especially in the defensive end. It's just guy marking up your man, making sure there's not too much space between you and him, making sure he's not behind you. You know, making sure your stick is in defending position, making sure you're not flat-footed. Like there was just so much. A little detail-oriented defensive hockey that led to breakouts, smoother breakouts, which leads to speed through the neutral zone, which leads to entries into the offensive zone today. And it, it was just good to see, man. Like, uh, I want another day to just enjoy it. Like, I'm going to be back here tomorrow night potentially complaining about how they did none of it. <laughs> and I don't want that thought. Like, I, I wish I had another day just to be like, oh, this is how good they really are. Uh, but, hey, tomorrow's a great chance to go out and get it done. So, mm. Would you move Lawton to the second line? I like Lawton in his role, man. Lawton is getting the best results of his career. I like him at center. Um because of his speed and his defensive ability. Um, what did Lawton play today? Like, I get it. He's playing well, and I just went on about how you want to reward guys for their good play. Um, but I just kind of like him in his role. Um, where are you, Lots? Yeah, 13.56. That's, that's a decent amount in 2.30. So, yeah, you got what? Like, yeah. 14 to, yeah, so over 10 minutes of uh, five-on-five time for, for lots today, so that's 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 good, you know. I, I think the shot out of a cannon, Scott Lawton is the guy we want. Is there room for more? Yeah, and I want to see Jordan Wheel. I thought Jordan Wheel, Jordan Wheel is like the guy I came on here wanting to talk about. I thought his effort defensively today was a big part of, uh, was a big part of the team win. Um, but it, it, if he doesn't keep it up, you know, Lawton's right there to take that spot. And uh, I have no problem with uh, the combinations they are, uh, the way they are right now. Just going to scroll down. I'm going to be wrapping this up soon. After Folan's blunderfall earlier this season, he is really impressed. Yeah, it takes a while for me to get over that stuff, with Sir, especially a new guy. Uh, he, he was looking like Johnny Oduya to start the season. I was like, ah, oh, this is not going to go well. Uh, yeah, Johnny Oduya, the most, the most talked about 12 minutes of all time, his Flyers career, 12 minutes. Um, yeah, uh, he, he had a poor start, did, uh, Christian Folan, and to his credit, he's really turned it around. Um, I don't love him on a pairing with Ghost, but, uh, you know, Ghost isn't playing, uh, Ghost isn't great Ghost right now. Um, I'm not saying he's playing terrible, uh, he's playing better than Provorov, I'll tell you that. Um, but I think there's still another level for Gostas Bear to get to, um, and that pairing is is fine for the time being. Is there anyone you would like to see get more minutes? I mean, at this point right now, you're still waiting for Raffle to come back, and then you'll see how the fourth line shakes out. But uh, uh, let's look at the rest of the ice time. I mean, oh Christ, what did I just click? All right, we're good. Um, yeah, I mean, Sanheim again only. Only 1641 today. Uh, he doesn't get any special teams time, so his number looks a lot less than everyone else's. But still would like to see Sanheim get more, but I still think they're building him. Now it's the issue with it is that I, I can I keep saying it. I, I'm not letting anyone off the hook for it because it looks like they're getting a good effort. They're getting what they want out of Travis Sanheim, so they're keeping him in his role and just saying, keep doing that the way I think they're doing with Scott Lawton, and it's working, so that's fine. My issue is if they're building Sanheim's confidence and they're bringing it along, along slowly, man, this is what you should have been doing last year, and we should have hit the ground running Sanheim this year, and that's frustrating. But since I can't go back in time, and I can only repeat that so many times, I'll just say what they're doing with Sanheim is working. I would like to see him play more. Um, but I also don't want to see, like, I would like to see him get some of Provorov's minutes, but again, I just want Provorov to play through it. I want Provorov to get through it and, um, you know, come out on the other side an even better player because that's what I believe is going to happen because I know he's good and I know how hard he works. Uh, it's not like some guy who's just like, oh, yep, he was never that good. He was... You know, eventually it was going to be can't just get by on whatever. Like, 
Provorov doesn't get by on anything. He's one of the hardest-working dudes on the team, uh, and he's a damn good player. I just think he has to get through it. But I would like to see Sanheim get some of those minutes, personally. All right. Yeah, we're at, we're closing in on an hour here, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. I think that's all the time we have for you this afternoon. Uh, thanks for hanging out. As always, I will be back after the Toronto game tomorrow night. Uh, or will I? Shit. Tomorrow's the tree lighting in Mullica Hill. I might be going to that. Might have to find a fill-in for tomorrow, gang. So sorry about that. I might be false advertising. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, my name is Bill Matz. Have a great holiday weekend, everybody. Oh, and rate us on iTunes. Do that. Subscribe on iTunes. Give us a rating. Five stars, a review. Thanks. Have a great weekend, everybody. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. Smart.